Hello, welcome to another podcast of What A Week That Was. Uh, we do it every week, just after 8 o'clock UK time, BST or GMT, depending on what time of year it is. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about um, Netflix, amongst many, many other things. Anyway, let's get the show proper started. Bim, guess what? We're here. We are live, and it is um, a bit later than normal. Um, but we are doing what a week that was, 9th of December, 2022, and we're going to look at uh, Meghan Markle and Harry, Prince Harry, and their documentary on the. I'm online apparently on um, good old Netflix. We're also going to be looking at uh, the unions, RMT, and other unions as well, uh, going on strike, left, right, and centre. Uh, whether the new mine in Cumbria, the United Kingdom, is a good thing or a bad thing. And we're going to end with a cute animal. Well, before we go to America. And then we look at American news. And then we think, oh, God, America. Anyway, let's get things started. First thing we're going to talk about is not Harry and Meghan. Um, we're going to be talking about them fairly shortly, but not exactly right new. Uh, first thing we're going to discuss is, funnily enough, uh, Harry's brother, uh, Prince William, a.k.a. the new Prince of Wales, who went and met um, President Biden. I don't know if I feel more sorry for, really. But anyway, uh, it was over in America. He was having a visit. Uh, he was getting a lot of insults and boos from the crowd, um, as, as was Catherine, because she was there as well, because of the uh, racism that's been going on. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, that's been going on, like we discussed last week. Um, so yeah, it's it's all good in the hood. So yeah, um, <clears throat> Prince Charles, uh, King Charles, oh, it's all gone to pot. Prince William, the Prince of Wales, was over in America to do the award for the Earthshot thing that he does which is where he talks about things where people are trying to save the planet from destruction and all that kind of thing um, but yeah a lot of the americans <coughs> were not overly impressed with the fact that he was there uh, because of his uh, apparent racism even though it wasn't him it was someone who worked for the royal fa oh, it's confusing it's royal family and everything's confusing about the royal family um <coughs> scarlet fever and strep a have been making the news again. Sadly, uh, more children have lost their lives to strep A, uh, which is basically scarlet fever. They say now it's possibly due to the pa uh, pandemic that we had with the COVID, uh, which stopped kids going to school, which means that kids didn't get the viruses uh, all the time, and therefore their immune system is weaker, which means that when they do get the virus, it can be more serious. Uh, the good news is, uh, for the majority of people, it's not a, a, a really horrendous thing, it's just dis a bit discomforting. So you've got uh, a rash, which apparently, if you rub it, uh, is like sandpaper, like really close together. Um, sore throat, uh, flushed cheeks, uh, muscle legs, a fever, and sores on your skin, which I think is a rash. Correct me if I'm wrong. But I think that's a rash. Anyway. 
the good news is it's uh, up and running and everything's uh, it's up and running. Uh, it's not as serious for most people uh, than what it was uh, back in the day. Uh, it can be treated if it's cut early enough with antibiotics. Uh, the EU and other countries decided that uh, Russia was using the money for the oil that people were buying uh, to fund the war in Ukraine. Who knew? Apart from anyone. Um, anyway, the price cap was put on uh, and Russia got really upset by that for some reason. They said, you can't put a price cap on our oil. Uh, you're not allowed to. Um, and then they threatened to withdraw all the oil anyway, which would then have put the price of oil up. Uh, but we wait with breath abated to see if that's actually going to happen. Meanwhile, in the United Kingdom, this guy here, who I never heard of, was the uh, head of the police watchdog. Um, basically, the um, the guy who loops over um, all the police officers in the country and checks that they're not abusing their uh, um, thingamabob, their status. Uh, I, and the, I, Angela, yep, fine, just run a little bit late. Um, but yeah, the, the he's now been, uh, well, he's been basically sacked because he's now under investigation himself for um, possibly being a little bit corrupt, which is a, a trage tragedy. Hi, Master Beef, hope you're good as well. Don't forget, you can always join in with the chat and get some reactions as well. Um, going back to the Earthshot prize, which was given out, um, one of the winners was a company that uses seaweed as packaging. Um, I don't know how that works, but I imagine it's better than plastic, and that's probably a good thing. Meanwhile, everyone's favourite lynch, um, was, well, again, causing problems for people who use trains. They rejected a 9% pay rise, um, and they say that they want considerably more, and they want uh, job security. And my argument with this is that there are countries in the world that have trains that are fully automated. Um, they don't even have people in the cabs anymore nowadays. We even have one, uh, which is the Jubilee line, I think, which goes to... Um, Canary Wharf and all that, I think that train there is run by computers and has been for years. Things move on, we are not in the steam age anymore. Uh, and he's saying, we want this massive pay rise, even though there are less people using the trains since Covid, um, therefore the money that they're getting has gone down, but they want a, 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 a really high pay rise. Oh, we've got loads of writing going on. Uh, I don't think anyone will fill that position correctly. Uh, hi JT and Rachel as well. Welcome to the channel, chat master. You both well. Welcome to join the chat. I'll always stand with the unions for their demands. Respect real workers. Uh, I don't. I don't stand with the unions. I think the unions are need to be destroyed. Basically, um, the amount of strikes that we're getting now and the pay demands that are being asked for. Where's the money coming from? If it's government, they're going to have to put taxes up, so we're going to end up paying more for it. Um, if it's private companies, they're going to have to raise the prices, which means we pay more for whatever they do. Um, 
my dad is so right when he says, what will unions do when the workers don't make money for the unions anymore? Yeah. Um, Aya Rongan and Aya Denol uh, as well. Hope you're good. Lots of people join in the chat. Um, you don't have to agree with me. What's the whole point of this? Um, it's just my opinion. Uh, I think unions have got too big for the boots. Uh, I think they've come back with a vengeance. Did we not learn from the 1970s and 1980s? You were probably not born then. Unions basically brought the country down and nearly bankrupted it and caused a recession. Roared in a recession. The unions are asking for... One of the unions is asking for a 19% pay rise. I mean, where's the money coming from? There's no magic money tree. Um, I'll look at the uh, weekly, uh, the daily uh, Master Beef. Look at the uh, Wigan Watch videos on that one. Um, the, the sooner we get rid of 1970s unions, the better. Yes, people need a decent wage, but the problem you have is if everyone gets these silly wages of a rise increases of 15%, 20%, 10%, 13%. It's going to be a bigger gap for the people who don't get that, but they'll be able to afford stuff, which means the stuff in the shops will not go down in price, which means the stuff in the shops will remain expensive where people who are on benefits and whatever can't afford them. Um, I used to work as a trapman on the railway. We were paid so much it was stupid. I was once paid £1,000 for one hour's work, and that isn't a lie. Yeah, that's what I mean. They're not exactly on the poverty line, the uh, the, the, the union, uh, the rail unions. I know a guy who was a police officer and he left the police uh, to become a train driver because it was more money, considerably more money, and less hours. So, wouldn't it be nice? I'm sorry, you're delivering letters. It's not like you're operating on a cancer patient. Sorry I get the backlash, but true in my opinion. If you do a job, anyone can do it. Why expect brain science wages? Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't think it's like that. I think the problem we've got is whenever there's uh, an increase in um, interest rates uh, and therefore food prices and everything else, which is beyond the control of the government, as you will see later on uh, when we talk about American news, they talk about Canada trying to do stuff to stop the inflation there as well. We've already discussed America having inflation. We've already discussed Europe having inflation over the weeks. Uh, everyone's got inflation. But if we give everyone a massive pay rise, then the inflation won't go anywhere because people have the money to pay for it. So the people who don't get the massive pay rises are going to be... Um, they're on 30 to 60k. Yeah, he's on 45 grand a year, my mate. 45 grand a year. And that doesn't include overtime. Um, and he's going out on strike and believes that uh, he's got a right to go on strike uh, and we massively disagree about this so uh, yeah we disagree about lots of other things as well including he's he's very uh, very religious and I'm an atheist so he doesn't we don't, I don't even know why we're friends to be fair I'm only joking if you're watching which you're not um, you're probably driving a train somewhere or on a strike picket line somewhere anyway um, <laughs> but yeah the unions um just getting a bit ridiculous at the minute and I'm with I mean I think people should be allowed to have work to rule and stuff like that but you should be able to affect people's lives for example if the post office workers carry on going on strike the the 66 quid letter that everyone gets for the fuel which a lot of people are relying on including me I'll be honest with you at the moment because I'm not working 
uh, and I'm not claiming anything, but the the money, that 66 quid that can go on your electric or whatever and doesn't turn up, then people are going to be cold and freeze and, and it's just going to be horrendous just because some postie wants uh, extra money. And again, when was the last time you sent a letter? I mean, come on, things change. We're all using emails now, we're all using texts, we're all using WhatsApp. Um, letters are not a thing um, that we do anymore. Uh, so obviously there need to be cuts in the people delivering the letters because there are less letters. Even at Christmas time, I mean, my mother, okay, she's 87, she used to get about 40 Christmas cards a year. Last year she got five. Now, okay, that might be because a lot of people are of similar age to her and therefore have passed away or unable to write letters like my mum. She can't write cards anymore now. Um, so that's, that is an issue. But literally, when was the last time you posted a, a letter, an actual letter to anyone? Asking, because the unions think it's still the 1980s. And it's not. We've moved on. Not necessarily rightly, but we have moved on. Unlike Iran. Now, in Iran, the, um, what are they called? The morality police uh, are still on the occasion letter or postcard, setting class all the way. You can pick up your mail. Um, crazy money, yeah. So, uh, yeah, in Iran, uh, all the protests and everything, the morality police basically are, are a bunch of guys who go around, all, all men, uh, and they tell the women how to wear their hijabs and all that kind of stuff, and if they don't, they get arrested and carted off, and that's where all the problems started when that poor lady died. Um, you definitely should claim money while you're waiting for the amount of tax you paid in your life. deserve to get a bit back. Yeah. I got quite a bit from the uh, furlough, to be fair, so, not a furlough, the uh, the grants and things, so I, I don't feel it's right to claim it, but I don't need it. If I can live without it, then fair enough. Although I'm getting a bit desperate now, to be honest. Um, talking of desperate, shelter. We have moved on despite all the water distractions. Young people want a living wage. I'm, the problem I have, and it's a massive problem being a um, a worker, a living wage is not the same as 40, 50, 60 grand a year, people asking for a pay rise. That is completely different. I appreciate if you work in a, in a corner shop or if you, if you work for, um, I don't know, a company, a small company, then, and you only get 16 hours a week, like McDonald's or whatever, although to be fair, they pay more, then you do need for, um, you do need to have um, a decent wage. Aha, uh -huh, I can tell this stream's a juicy one. Living wage is about 500 quid a week. I've never in my life earned 500 pound a week. Never in my life have I earned that. Uh, when my shop was open, I was earning about 100, 120, 130 quid a week. And I was living off that. Okay, I don't have Sky. Um, I do have Virgin Media. Um, but I don't have anything else. I don't have Netflix. I don't have all the other crap. Um, I live to my means. And I don't understand how everyone thinks that they've got to have everything in life. And that's the problem we've got these days. Um, before tax, I'm on about, yeah. I mean, I literally, hand to mouth. And for years, I wasn't even earning that uh, when I opened my shop. If you open your shop in the wrong place, you are screwed. And that's what I did. I opened up in the wrong place when I moved to Market Street. And that's where I ended up on a motorway bridge. Because things just got on top of me. Literally, and I got on top of a motorway bridge. 
long story. You'll have heard it before, so I'm not going to go on there. Been there, done that. Um, but yeah, shelter. Now, people who are desperate, they've lost their homes, they're living out uh, in the cold, and the people who work for shelter are now out on strike, uh, demanding more money. I mean, the irony? Seriously? Um, you know, I don't understand why youngsters today think they have to have everything, and if they can't afford what I consider a luxury, then they're not earning enough money. Uh, meanwhile, the RMT have now announced more strikes. No good showing people the good side of Europe and offering them 70s UK. The unions are giving us 70s UK. I mean, I was alive in the 70s. And uh, the unions then literally knackered the country up, which they did again in the winter of discontents, which I think was early 80s. And that's when Labour was in charge. Um... It should be noted there are thousands of empty homes being held by landlords. Absolutely. Um, the, the whole of the UK will go on strike. Next will be the Samaritans. Who will the Samaritans call? Uh, I pay for everything off my own back. I'm 29. Most people think it's okay it's just to order cars and everything on credit. Yeah, I mean, there is a place for credit. A lot of people maybe can't afford stuff directly. Um, but, yeah, if you're driving around in a posh car... Uh, and you're only you're working 16 hours at McDonald's, then that doesn't work. You know, you've got to you've got to live within your means. And people nowadays just expect everything. Like I said, they want all the Sky channels, they want Sky Sports, they want Sky Movies, they want everything else. They want Netflix, they want uh, Amazon Prime, they want uh, they just want everything. And it's just shocking that that is. If people can't afford that, they now think they're poor and have to go to food banks. Food banks is another thing. Don't even get me started on food banks. Uh, anyway, the RMT are everyone's favourite rail union uh, with Mick Lynch. He's like a Coronation Street throwback. Uh, as I described him in the newspaper this week, he's an Arthur Scargill wannabe. Look how it ended for Arthur Scargill. Actually quite well. He's on a massive pension because uh, he was leader of the union, even though there's no miners anymore. Or is there? Uh, housing should be a guaranteed human right, not held behind a paywall by someone else. I have, uh, I have a very good account. I order stuff and pay year after it can be paid. But why now when I can pay next year? Yeah, if you can afford to do that, that's fine. But the, uh, like I say, there's a place for credit and you know everything has its, has its place. Uh, my argument is that these people are asking for money that isn't there. I mean, when Labour were chucked out of, of government... They'd literally bankrupt the country. Uh, there was no money left in the government funds or anything. They even left a note, look it up, they even left a note in the Chancellor's desk saying, sorry, all the money gone. Uh, Labour absolutely messed up the economy, which is why we've had to have, maybe too long, but the austerity that we had, because Labour completely messed it up. Um, and now we've got stuff going on that we cannot control, i.e. world inflation due to the war in um, Ukraine, which apparently might, there might be a rumour that uh, Putin's ready to talk about that. Um, credit is never okay when I look at people and think, yeah, but your car is on tick and mine's not. <coughs> yeah, housing should be a guaranteed human right. This is another thing about me uh, that I get annoyed with as well. Social housing. 
how many of us know people who, like young young families, um, or a young couple, or whatever, who are desperate to get their own place, they're living with a mum and dad, or sofa surfing, or whatever, uh, they've got jobs, but they can't find a house to live in, i.e. social housing, it used to be called council housing back in the day, and the reason for that is, because loads of other people have got the houses, and a lot of them abuse that position, a lot of them uh, destroy the houses that they're in, um, they are antisocial, they'll play music all night, they'll keep the neighbours away, they ride motorbikes, quad bikes, they have children who throw bricks through windows, all that kind of thing, and um, um, There's, you know, there's a lot of stuff, people who don't deserve social housing. And I'm thinking, maybe we should have a three strikes and you're out. So, you know, if the police get called in and you get a warning off the council, two more of them, you're evicted. And the council won't find you another house, but we'll put people in there who deserve it. People who would genuinely look after it would improve an area. Why should we have people who don't respect what is basically given to them? Because they don't pay rent, most of them. They're on credit, so the rent comes out. Of, they're on um, income uh, income support or whatever, so they don't feel that they pay rents. Why should they get away with it? Uh, credit is never okay when you look at people in the uh, uh, credit is okay if I die and I'm in debt. Then I win. How stupid are you? There's a, a largest windfall in the world off the coast of the UK, and it cost me six pound a night to have my eaters in sparingly. Uh, yep, lots of scammers around here. Four hundred pound a month for a one-bedroom flat, and thirty pound a week for food. I think five hundred a week for a family with kids is normal. Um, if, if I died and twenty quid in debt, I'd be laughing. Well, you wouldn't be laughing; you'd be dead. Um, three one what? Three one? What's three one four? I think any is a troll. No, I know any is. He's not a troll. Uh, not sure about Rungan, but he's a Rungan. So what can you do? <laughs> Everyone's welcome as long as they're polite, and your opinion is is um, is allowed. Pay five hundred pound a month. Yep, there you go. So, yeah, I mean, I've never ever in my life earned two grand before tax. Uh, my highest wage was eighteen grand a year, uh, and I was poor then as well. Yeah. Anyway. Let's talk about the real, real serious issue of the uh, week. And, and we are talking monumental. I mean, forget the strikes, forget the war in Ukraine. In fact, I don't think the war in Ukraine even gets a mention this week. Um, this is really, 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 really important news. The documentary slash propaganda... Netflix program featuring Meghan and Harry. Um, yeah, they dropped a trailer, uh, and one of the images they used on the trailer, not this one, uh, was a whole row of camera lenses um, looking down, um, filming something, or photography than something, and it was implied that it was Meghan and Harry. It turned out it was uh, one of the... Um, uh, premieres for a Harry Potter movie. Um, now, this was kind of being promised as it's going to be, you know, explosive and uh, and and shocking and and going to 
chuck the royal family under a bus, basically. Um, and I'm not a fan of Meghan Markle. I've referred to her on here, and in the paper as well, as like the the royal's Yoko Ono. Um, Yoko Ono being uh, the woman who fell in love with, and he fell in love with, John Lennon. No, he didn't fall in love with John Lennon, although technically he probably did. He was in love with himself, wasn't he, John Lennon? Um, and she eventually, fairly quickly actually, split the Beatles up and, and just sent him on a completely different path. Um, four showers a night, oven on, school uniforms washed, clothes, school trips, transport, etc. Well, four showers are better than four baths if you're on about saving money. Um, but yeah, they they were talking about on this trailer about, you know, it's going to be shocking and, and awful and, you know, the royal family and everything. And then they released another trailer. Uh, and I'm like, okay. And then the problem you have is the program came out. And this is where I have a problem. I watched it the three hours that have been out. Um, it's one reason why I'm late tonight, because I've been watching it. And it's not controversial. It's basically, episode one was how they met, and a bit of a love story, and everything. And it was actually quite sweet. There's a bit where Archie the baby is kind of touching a picture of uh, Princess Diana, his grandma. Princess Diana, her grandma, that's scary. Um... Some of what I think they say is true, the Royals are racist. Elder is also an original Bad News member. Uh, Aris has always been a rebel. Yep, he has, to be fair. Uh, having two kids and one two-bedroom flat costs at least £1,500 a month. See, I, have a, I don't have any kids because they've gone, um, but I do have a three-bedroom house, which I do keep warm 24 hours a day because I find it cheaper that way. Uh, and it costs me... with the mortgage as well, probably about £400 a month, but then I have no extra costs. Um, apart from Virgin Media, because I need the internet, I don't have any other form of luxury. Uh, and I don't do takeaways, I don't do, um, I don't have deliveries, things like that. Uh, the takeaways I do do, I only do when the previous reviews that I do have actually paid enough money for it to, me to buy another takeaway. <laughs> Go figure. Um, of course they're going to be wrong in the head. So yeah, I'm not disagreeing with you, Ronga. Um, I'm merely saying that you know people are, people live their lives in different ways. You know, if you're a if you're a smoker, um, or you've got people in the house who are smokers, that costs a fortune. If people um, like a drink, that costs money as well. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. It's fine if that's why you want to live your life. But everything costs money these days, and everything's going up as well, and that's a worrying thing. Anyway. Virgin Media, £1,000 a month. No, it's less than 50 quid a month because I don't pay for any extras. I've got the internet and I've got the basic TV package, mainly because the aerial blew off my roof in the storms. So I had no, I had no terrestrial TV. So rather than putting it, going through that again, I had a, a, the Virgin come in and they did me a deal. So less than 50 quid a month uh, for really fast ones. Um, but anyway... Going back to the serious story, come on, we're trying to be serious here. You know, you're always saying I, I should be light-hearted and everything, and I'm like, no, we should be dead serious. I just have one gig internet. I have one terabyte 
internet and it costs less than 50 quid. It's never that much. It's only in the region of about 200 megabytes. Um, or whatever it is. Oh, it is gig, isn't it? No, is it gig? Oh, I don't know. I don't know how it works. But it works better now than it used to do. We all know Harry isn't Charles' son and Charles is trying to make it easy for Harry for him to kick him out as a royal. <laughs> sure enough. Um, yeah, <coughs> Harry does look a lot like um, a certain ginger-haired colonel who was good friends with Princess Diana at the time. It has to be said. Uh, and, and not very much like anyone else in the royal family. But uh, that's beside the point. He's been brought up as a royal. Um, but they've been going on and they go on about the invasion of privacy that they have in this. And then they show lots of snaps. James Hewitt, that's the one. They show lots of uh, snaps of the, the family, including videos of Archie um, um, being a, a toddler, you know, like stomping around and, and walking around and stuff like that. And I'm like, how can you say that you don't want public interference or interference into your lives when you're basically giving people more than they would ever have normally anyway and getting paid mega bucks for it now some people are saying well they need the money um and i'm like yeah okay i get that but i don't understand how how showing their family and all their private texts and and all this kind of stuff is actually helping the situation however I'm thinking that the next three episodes are going to be the ones where things really kick off. Um, they've not really mentioned racism at all in the royal family uh, up to now. Um, there was a thing about um, one of the royals wearing a brooch, which was inappropriate. Um, but other than that, no racism has been mentioned. The only racism that they've complained about is the racism from the press, which I agree with is completely unnecessary um, and irrelevant. It doesn't matter what race you are, what sex you are, what religion you are, um, what sexuality you are, what you wear, what you look like. It's irrelevant. You, you, you've got to be judged for being you uh, and whether you're a good person or a bad person. And I must admit, a bit like I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here with uh, Matt Hancock, I'm kind of a little bit warm into Megan. Which I was not expecting, I'll be honest. I was expecting me to to be very anti-Megan. Uh, um, but no, she's coming across okay at the moment. But next week we've got three more episodes which I will watch. What they've basically done is they've done the first part where they, they meet up. And uh, they, they, they're kind of having this secret transatlantic relationship. Which they managed to pull off to be fair. Um, and then they did the bit where it all came out into the open. We also looked back at the the early life of Harry. Um, and in tonight's, ep uh, tonight's episode, in the third episode, um, he actually mentioned and apologised for when he dressed up as a Nazi at the party in the New York uh, party. And he said, you know, he'd, he'd lost his mother. He, he was on, he was, he was doing a few drugs. And he, he was basically being honest, which is very unusual. Uh, back to the housing though, though. How are we supposed to have proper family relations in a flat? Um, get a childminder who doesn't live at your house? Um, the female member of the Royals was one who didn't like the idea of a coloured child in the Royal family. Allegedly. 
People are driving around in Teslas and Porsches have seen three different McLaren P1s within a mile of where I live and there are about 50 homeless people. Yeah, the wealth is, is completely skew with, but it always has been. Always has been. Um, it's, it's, it's a bizarre thing. Um, but going back to the serious. God, this is so serious. The Meghan and Harry thing. Um, he, he's, he's, he's saying that he, he learnt a lot by the the furore that was caused when he wore the, the Nazi uniform at the party, that even went to Auschwitz and he met survivors of the Holocaust and it completely changed his life and changed his outlook on things. If anything, it was possibly one of the best things he's done in his life uh, to actually get him back on track by doing something wrong uh, so publicly. And it, you know, he's, he seems a pretty level-headed young man at the moment, but we're only up to just before the wedding, this is how the story's going. So episode three ends two days before the wedding and they've had all the debacle about Meghan's dad and him selling pictures to the press in America and uh, and then falling out and everything. So I will, I will catch up with that next week and let you know. Meanwhile, uh, earlier on, um, a day or two before, uh, the pair were at an awards ceremony mini mini. Uh, and they got an award for their work on uh, race-race race relations and being anti-racist. And that's where some people there actually refer to the royal family as being racist. Now, I'm not saying the royal family are racist or aren't racist. There was a bit in the third episode where they were going on about, um, you know, like ancient long-dead kings and queens... Um, supported and spent money on slave trade which helped build up the United Kingdom of what it is. Um, uh, I did A-level uh, a history and the camps are horrific literally you can visit rooms just full of teeth and stuff and there are people who, yeah there are there's always going to be people who say I mean there are people who think the world's flat I mean come on um, you know the, 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 there's there's always going to be people who don't agree with everything. I mean, I, I myself, how many times have I said something that you don't agree with? That's the whole point. That's that's what we can do. We are allowed to say things. And whether people agree with us or not, that's fine. The point is we're discussing it. We're talking about it. We're actually having a conversation about stuff that maybe you wouldn't have a conversation with with your friends or you wouldn't have a conversation with, with a stranger in a pub. Um, and it, it gets people thinking. Uh, anyway, they got an award and someone who kind of give out the award, was saying about, you know, how they've done well to stop racism in the royal family, which was ironic considering the racism that allegedly went on, yeah, it did go on, uh, last week, uh, not in the royal family, but in the royal household with that uh, lady. Uh, poor kids don't ask to be brought up into all that crap, it's sad. Oh yeah, um, you don't mean poor kids, but no, you, you can't, you cannot choose where you're born, at least we don't think you do, because if you did, would you have chosen where you were born? Um, yeah, I don't think Harry would have chosen, I mean, there were people who would gladly swap places with Harry and be a prince and be, you know, live in a big house and go around shaking hands with people and that's their job going all over the world. People will love it, but it's not for everyone. And to be fair, uh, William, when he was a teenager, he was really anti uh, the the whole media um you know, he was he was really, really, really not a fan of them and, and got really angry with them and fed up with them. 
Um, and I think Harry picked a lot of that up off his older brother. Um, and yeah, he even had a few scuffles with people outside restaurants and things like that because they were taking his picture like that close to his face with a telephoto lens. I mean, I think I get a bit upset if someone did that to me. Um, but yeah, it, it's going to be interesting to see how it pans out because I reckon they've kind of eased in and it's like very cleverly done. We released the first three because they're quite nice and it's like a love story and how they got together and the, the first text and the first kiss and how he, how he uh, proposed to her and there's a picture and there's a dog with like its legs in plaster. I don't understand why the dog had its leg in plaster. It wasn't mentioned. But also the stuff they've done wrong in the past. Um, looked at uh, Megan in her TV show suits and everything. So it was all lovely and everything. But I imagine the next three are going to be the horror show, where it all goes absolutely horrible, 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 horrible. I like Harry, but not her. He's a big kid at heart. Uh, yeah, he is. He's a big kid at heart, but he's also a, a very accomplished war veteran uh, of two um, goals in Afghanistan, um, flying Apache helicopters in a war zone, which no one else in the royal family has done. Ironically, since Prince Andrew, and look how he turned out. He was a war hero as well in the Falklands. He was he rescued people off HMS Sir Galahad uh, when it had been hit, uh, and he was flying the helicopter into the smoke and couldn't see where he was, but was still rescuing people uh, from it. Maybe it's time the public really saw the royal family in its nastiest form. Is it, though? I don't think it's going to serve any purpose if we do, or if we don't. The royal family bring more into this country than what we pay for it. Um, and most countries around the world are jealous for it and you get all the tourists coming from Japan and America and everywhere else just to see the royal family so I think in a way they've got no power but I think they are uh, they're not pointless they're too big there's too many of them and I think Charles and certainly William will whittle it down a little bit so there's not as many royals um, I think that's already started with the, uh, the dangerous ones like Harry and Andrew and that woman. Um, I understand the fascination with more exotic ladies. That's that's growing on me too. <laughs> I think if Charlie Boyd does reckon William will want his brother back where he belongs. I don't know. I think William and Harry have... Um, I think that ship sailed. I think there's no going back. Um, a bit like the Gallagher brothers in Oasis. It's remarkably similar yet completely different. It's not. Talking of remarkably similar, yet completely different, but complete waste of space. Oh, if Charlie Boy dies, I reckon William will want him back. Oh, right. When, not if. Uh, I don't think. I hope I live to see a day when we don't have a royal family. I don't. Uh... There's nothing wrong with smoking an Arctic. If he wants smoke it, we'll get it. What? Where's an Arctic come from? Oh. Anyway, Keir Starmer. Whoop. Woo. Ah. Oh. He's the... He's... Oh, God. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a fan of the Tories, but... Keir Starmer, he's... He makes a limp lettuce, ironically. Look like it's got a personality, ironically. Um, he did a big speech this week in Leeds 
to prove that he wasn't a London boy patronising so and so um, and he says when Labour becoming government we uh, we as in Labour are going to abolish the House of Lords and I always more Arctics on the motorway in the shoe gun like move out of the way alright oh, ok <coughs> a bit like you do on the racetrack apart from when you hit the wall um, get rid of the House of Lords we're going to abolish it because blah 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 and I'm like yeah, and replace it with a, a democracy. Uh, that's not going to work. Because the problem we've got in Parliament in the minute is it's a democracy. And look at the the self-abusers we've got in charge of the country. Look at the cabinets. Look at the shadow cabinets. These are the idiots that we've got to choose from to run the country. And none of them have got... I mean, Rish is probably the best out of the lot of them. And he's far from perfect. Um... I mean, Labour? Come on. Their shadow cabinet, just they, they pop up on question time or on the news or whatever, and they just spout rubbish. You can say what you want when you're in opposition, because it doesn't really matter. You can criticise as much as you want. It's when you're in power that the problem arises. The problem we've got is there's no one that's worth voting for at the moment. They're all complete waste of time. And then if you make the House of Lords a democracy where people vote from, we'll have two lots of people who are completely useless, who don't know what they're doing, in charge. What you need to do is you need to make the House of Lords into somewhere where people who know what they're talking about, i.e. someone like Alan Sugar for business, and people who've done charity work, people who've worked abroad, people who've done... They're the ones in the House of Lords. They're the ones... They're not elected, they are chosen, but they are chosen because of what they've done in their life. Um, and that way, when the Muppets in the House of Commons, it's called the Commons for a reason, they're all as common as muck, um, when they come up with a, an idea and they put it through to the House of Lords to get it cleared, then the House of Lords can say, well, hang on a minute, you know, you can't send people to Rwanda, what are you on about? Um, it's, 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 we need a sensible, very sensible uh, people in somewhere in government and we ain't going to elect them because like i said they're all muppets at the moment and uh, if anyone disagrees with that i'm like yeah no you need to uh need to disagree with that my my levels are quite high i've just turned them down a little bit i do apologize if i was shouting at you i didn't need to be shouting at you. um uh, da, da, da. Uh, get rid of the whole butt I'll take my Knight Commander of the Order of the Bath. Yeah, that's a good point. He is a knight, isn't he? So technically, he could win the House of Lords. Yeah, hypocrite. Most of the lords inherited the role from family, not through their own merit. Exactly. They're the ones I get rid of. The people who've done that, I get rid of. Um, people who've, like Lord Sugar, um, and what's that woman called? Um, Karen, somewhere other, did the football, was, on the, was working with Lord Sugar for a while. She's in the House of Lords. I'd keep her there. And I'd, but I'd also get other people in from industry, people who've done well, people from banking world, who've actually been, you know, we haven't found out they're not honest. Are there any? Uh, get them in the House of Lords as well. Um, I'm trying to think what... Uh, trying to think of what music to listen to while I'm watching this. Bit of Past by Sub Sub, I think, on low volume. Well, I'm not, I'm not, uh, not familiar with that. Uh, most of the lords inherited the role from family. Yeah, let's like say they're the ones I get rid of. Um, just because you're a toffee-nosed twit who lives in a mansion in Cumbria or Scotland or 
the outskirts of London does not mean you're the right person for the job. And also maybe have an age limit on it as well. So if you're 96 and you don't know what day of the week it is, maybe we don't want you in the House of Lords either. Um, get elder in the House of Lords, some common sense. Oh, just make me Prime Minister, although you wouldn't like it. Because I just don't stand for it. Um, he also, as well, I mean, this is this is what he said, actually. I've been going on, and I've actually... It's a new thing I do, I actually print off what they say. Oh, my God, he's almost getting intelligent at this. Almost, but not quite. Um, oh, go away. There we go. Um, handing the new economy, taxation, and law-making power to mayors and devolved governments. Now, the problem I have with this is, we've already decided that the government and a lot of people in the House of Commons are not honest. And we've also know, because we all have councils, that a lot of councillors, you know, may or may not allegedly be honest. Take the odd bung or nine. Um, in order to for someone to build something that they want to build. I'm not thinking of anywhere in particular, but, you know, you, you get the drift. So, then handing these people who are less scrutinised than MPs a lot more power and a lot more money, surely, would be more dangerous because you're more likely to get corruption. You're more likely to have money disappearing or money going to the wrong people or wrong decisions being made. Plus then you end up with a postcode lottery as well. So if you live in Greater Manchester, you might have a much better health service than someone who lives in um, the Liverpool, Merseyside area, or Cumbria, or vice versa. Or the police in Cumbria might be amazing, but the police in Greater Manchester are rubbish because they've got different laws. You can't devolve things too much because that's when the problems come from. I get it, giving it a bit more to Wales and a lot more to Scotland just to shut them up. But I don't get it giving some little councils like Yorkshire and Greater Manchester and stuff like that. It's just going to cause more corruption and more money will go in missing. And you'll have more more chiefs wanting more money. Uh, it's just a joke. Back to money thing. You can't expect people to stay in the house and eat beans on toast with a blanket wrapped around them. Everyone has to have a phone and internet connection these days. I mean, I can do it. can be homeless. But... I've been incarcerated. Well, you are a wrongun. We've been saying this all along. Watch out for that wrongun. He's a wrongun. Um, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that there are people who are taking the mickey, and at the moment, they're the people who are working um, on decent jobs. I have no problem with people wanting more money, but you've got to be realistic, and you've got to realise the money's got to come from somewhere, and you've also got to realise that technology's changed. I mean, I dare say all of us listening to this and watching this are old enough to remember before self-scan tills went into supermarkets. Therefore, we're all old enough to remember how many people worked in supermarkets back in the day. And now you have one person, or maybe two people, looking after 12, 14, 20, depending on the size of the store. All the other jobs have gone. But the tills, these people are looking after 12, 13, 14 tills, and we're doing it ourselves, and we're still paying more than what we were. I'm liking this wrongun. He's a wrongun, Halix, be careful. Anyone who is a council employee should be on a, a maximum of the salary of an MP and no more. It isn't going to solve issues, but it's a good start. 
Yeah, that that is that is one thing. There's, uh, I mean, again, if you if you look at councillors, just standard councillors in a lot of councils, they're earning more money than your MPs earning uh, for doing a lot less. Well, it depends on your MP, doesn't it? But more about Matt Hancock later. Um, what else was it? Uh, sweeping constitutional reform in an attempt to clean up politics. Well, that's absolute nonsense. Banning almost all second jobs for MPs. Almost all second jobs for MP. So where's the cut-off point? It makes no sense. Moving 50,000 civil servants, 10% of the workforce, out of London. Well, what's that going to do? All you're going to do is you're going to move those people out of London. Now, either you get people who are not up to the job taking over the jobs in various different parts of the country, or everyone who lives who was a civil servant in London just moves out of London and ends up buying houses that they can afford to buy because they've sold their house in London, making the property market even worse in wherever the, the place has gone to. Um, developing 300 economic clusters around the country, from precision medicine in Glasgow to creative media in Bristol and Bath, with the aim of doubling growth in the UK. Now that works to a degree, and I agree with that, but we're, we're not doing it right. What we should be doing is, we should be, and how long have I been saying this? We should be really, really, really investing in green hydrogen and green hydrogen machines, because that is the future. Battery is not the future, green hydrogen is the future, all that stuff, that's, that fuel that's carbon neutral, that takes the carbon out of the atmosphere to actually make it so when you burn it, it only puts the carbon back in the atmosphere that came out of the atmosphere in the first place. Well, you can vote for me because I'm standing for the local elections in Pemberton next year, but you'll have to... Uh, <laughs> you'll have to move to Pemberton. Oh, God. Um, but, yeah, it's... It, it, it's fine. I mean, I was saying a few weeks ago, what does Keir Starmer stand for? What he stands for is wasting money. I mean, we haven't got any money to begin with, and we're streeting. He's a shadow, God knows what, uh, in the shadow cabinet, Labour, and he was on question time. And to be fair, he's probably one of the more sensible ones. I can imagine him being a leader at some point in the future. Um, but they, they, they talk crap. They do. They talk crap. And I've had enough. I've had enough. Another thing we should invest in, bearing in mind we are an island. The British Isles. The clues in the name. Um, come, I'm coming on to wind farms later. And obviously if you go to any, any holiday resort these days, you see all the wind farms out in the, uh, in the oceans. Um, but... Tidal power. Why aren't we investing in tidal power? It seems, pardon me, obvious. We are a tidal country. We have some of the highest tidal changes in the world, on the planet. Some of them are 10 metres, twice a day. And what we need to do is we need to harness that energy. It's out of sight. You don't see anything apart from maybe a building on the coast. Um, all the cables will be underground, um, so it's not an eyesore. Uh, it's free once you've built the thing. It'll pay for itself in no time, um, and it, and it's quicker to do, I would imagine, than building all these nuclear 
uh, power stations. Keir Starmer is for himself. Keir Starmer is... Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I can't argue, I can't argue with that. I'd like to argue with that, but I can't. Um, but, yeah, they're doing a deal now uh, to look into doing uh, tidal power in Merseyside. Now, I know I've said this before, but there are, there are houses, um, I think in the northwest somewhere, I would print that, but uh, you need to get rid of a certain word. Oh, or not. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, we're all growing up here, aren't we? It's fine. It's not It's not real proper swearing. Um, but tidal power is a way forward. A thing that's not the way forward, but it's being pushed again, are solar farms. And I'm like, solar farms are a waste of time. I mean, how, how light has it been today? How many hours? And how much energy would any solar farm be doing at the moment oh yeah nothing when do we need the energy night time when everyone comes home please reword certain words yeah uh, the uk coast needs total protection too erosion is a natural thing but also we could do with some effort to be fair you could probably tie the two in together because wherever there's coastal erosion it's probably due to the fact that there are high tides and, and storms and everything which would produce uh, electricity um but yeah, I mean, renewable energy is the way forward. Um, but I still think we need nuclear power stations and the like. However, Rishi has decided this week, I didn't even know there was a thing on this, um, that land wind turbine farms are going to be allowed again because of the... Um, well, I don't know why we've, we're not allowing wind farms on land. Because I don't think they're ugly. I, I like driving through on a motorway and seeing, you know, like a hilltop with about 12, 13, 15, 20 wind turbines majestically turning round. You drive along to um, Chester through Ellesmere Port. There's one there. And it's fantastic. Plus, you look at them and if they're not working, you know, it's not a windy day. So they're like, you know, you're driving at 70 mile an hour on the motorway, you don't know whether it's windy or not. Um, so I, I, didn't, I didn't think that there was a problem with them being built. I get people moaning about them being built, you know, in their backyard, nimbyism and all that. But these same nimbys would be moaning if the electricity was turned off for two hours every week because there's not enough power. Um, you know, hypocrites. The, the world is just full of hypocrites. Um, and sadly these days we're giving them credence and listening to them as well um but no wind farms again they're only good when it's windy and you know many times this year i've driven around uh, in the summer and the wind turbines have not been turning even on the pennines they've not been turning um so you've got to be you've got to be aware that there are places for these things but there are limitations for them as well um, now, if you go to the coast, and I've been to a few holiday resorts this year, before money ran out, and in the distance, like Redcar, and, um, well, basically every coast that you can see, uh, every holiday resort on the uh, east coast has got a massive wind farm in the uh, harbour. You go to Southport and Blackpool, you can see wind farms. And again, 
absolutely fine. But wind doesn't blow all the time. Tides work all the time. Tides are always moving. And it's not just a case of, you know, twice a day you get power, which you can store in batteries anyway. But it doesn't happen like that. It's not like, whoop, power, right, nothing for 12 hours. Whoop, power, nothing for 12 hours. It's, it's a slow process, so it develops over a period of time. So you get it all the time. But nuclear power stations are the way forward. Um... Maybe some of that hot air, some of the MPs could power some turbines. It actually uses power to power a wind turbine. Yeah, there is that. There is, yeah, I know. I know <laughs> I know they do use power, but they, they, they make more power than they use. My, my big argument with them initially was the fact that the amount of uh, energy used to make them in the first place, i.e. Uh, the towers... The turbine bit at the top, all the wiring that goes down from the top, you see there are fields, uh, like the moors or whatever, uh, but underneath, all the cables and everything, which will then go to a building, which will then go into the main grid. I mean, all that, and then you've got the, the actual sails themselves, and then you've got to put the things together, which needs a massive crane, and people, and stuff like that. So, it is, it, it's, it's not the, I don't think it's the best way of power. But it's certainly a way of making power quickly. We can put these things up quicker than we can build nuclear power stations or any other form of temporary thing. Um, but nuclear power stations, they work all the time and they're a lot safer now than they used to be. Uh, technology's moved on and we get more power out of the same amount of um, nuclear plutonium as what we did uh, ever in the past. It's so a double-edged sword, as you, as like you say, they do generate power. Well, everything costs, everything costs money, yeah. You know, Merkel's last meeting before she left Oris was with Boris. What was that about? Oh, God knows. Boris who? Angler who? <laughs> um, paramedics. Uh, back to strikes again, I'm afraid. Um, they are now going to go on strike again. And this time they're not going to answer 999 calls because the call centres will only be answering life and death 999 calls. And I'm like, how do they know when you ring up that it's a na an actual life and death thing? They have to answer the phone to say what's wrong. And if you say, oh... Uh, my my elderly mother has got chest pains and her lips have gone blue. And they're like, right, okay, we'll send an ambulance. But if you say, oh, my elderly mother's got stomach cramps, what can I do? What they're going to do, put the phone down on you. Don't know how that's going to work. Uh, paramedics are going on strike as well. Ambulance drivers going on strike as well. They all want extra money. But again, there's not a lot of money around to give them... Uh, I feel for the paramedics they put up with so much abuse they do shouldn't we know it's it's a secret from us well I think both of them are irrelevant now so I don't think it really matters too much maybe I don't know uh, but yeah uh, the, I advise you now ring 111 but how many people are going to remember that if they're panicking if they, if they are panicking Someone else who should be panicking, but it's just too big to panic, is Donald Trump. 
his family company have been found guilty of tax fraud. Not a little bit of tax fraud, quite a bit of tax fraud. So you're like, oh goody, um, they're going to get a lot of uh, a lot of fines and everything. No, what's going to happen is one point something billion, and that's it. Uh, well, undertakers will profit more. <laughs> well, yeah, we can't argue with that. As much as I'd want to, um, I can't. I can't argue with that at all. Hmm. Somebody, yeah, there will be. There was an undertaker strike um, many years ago, and bodies were literally piling up. Um, UK border forces are going on strike as well. Um, so if you're coming into the country and you have to show your passport, uh, you're going to have to queue up, which means people are going to be left on planes because they can't get into the airport. And this is over Christmas. Um, but for some reason, they're doing it all the way over Christmas, but they're not doing it on the 27th. But then they're doing it all the way to New Year. So they're having the work in the 27th. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, is the, is the union leader having a holiday and coming back on the 27th? Um, so he said, right, you can't have that day off because that's when I'm coming back in. It, it all seems a bit weird. You're either on strike or you're not on strike. The deceased will lay, need to uh, wait in line. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, but yeah, doing eight eight day strikes, uh, which makes no sense um, when they're having one day where they're working in the middle of it all. Uh, and it will affect outgoing flights as well because you can't fuel a plane up when there's people on the plane. You can't take luggage off, put luggage on when there's people on a plane. Well, you can, but it's it's, it's not great. Um, so yeah, it's all a bit of a mess, as is this decision. This is a new mine coal mine that's been granted permission to be built in Cumbria, Whitehaven to be precise, which is, to be fair, a very, on its uppers area, um, and it's not going to be used for power. Apparently only 1% of our energy now is from coal. Um, it's coking coal that's coming out, and it's going to be used for the steel industry, apparently. And the idea is, is to stop us relying on Russia for coking coal for the steel industry. Three questions I've got. One, what steel industry in the UK? It's been destroyed, hasn't it? Two, why are we still using coke for steel when there are more economical ways of doing it? Which haven't been discussed, electricity and gas. And three, what's the point when what little British steelworks there are are saying that the cork they're bringing out of this mine isn't suitable and 85% of it is going to be exported. So instead of buying it off Russia and shipping it over from Russia, which isn't green at all because you're paying for the ship, as well as the obviously being Russia, um, we're now going to dig coal out of under the Irish Sea and then put it on ships and send it to different countries, which kind of... Uh, yeah, I, I, it's good that the jobs are coming, but like I said before, surely that area would have been perfect for some kind of factory to develop, make sustainable energy, i.e. green hydrogen and others as well. Um, 
in all fairness, waiting in a queue is part of British culture. Uh, it's called being civilised. We don't really just go and beat the people in the queue of the club and eat them. <laughs> you will have uh, medication going on strike due to the stress of cannibalism. What? <laughs> I don't know, this has suddenly got very deep. I'm talking about coal mine. You're a lot, you lot are discussing cannibalism. Which, to be fair, the next story, uh, Germany. Which is, ironically, we were uh, kind of talking about. 25 arrests are made, including a high-ranking professor, lawyer, important, learned man, him. Uh, apparently, they were about to overthrow the government, a far-right extremist group, uh, and they were prepared to go into the government, uh, parliament, or whatever it's called in, in uh, Germany, and use weapons to take control, i.e. kill people. Anyway, thankfully, uh, the German uh, police and everything found out what was going on, been tracing them for a while, and arrested them all. Uh, You'll have liquid men sit in the bottle due to man being handled and being left on the shelf. Uh, in African countries, they do... Oh, God. But yeah, uh, that could have been really bad. Uh, because right wing is where a certain guy with a tash was uh, in Germany back in the day. Uh, meanwhile, at hospitals, waiting lists are at a record high. So we're going on strike as well. That's great. Um, the reason they're on a record high is because of COVID and obviously various lockdowns, people not having operations, people um, not being allowed to go into hospital. And then the other reason is the fact that people cannot get out of hospital when they're ready to get out of hospital because there's no care package for them uh, for when they go home or to wherever they're going. Uh, example being my mother uh, the other weekend, um, regular viewers or not, uh, was taken to hospital. Uh, it was semi-serious but not didn't turn out to be overly serious but serious enough to go into hospital uh, it was Thameside Hospital in Greater Manchester that's where she lives in Thameside and uh, I followed the ambulance or I, I didn't follow it um, but I drove um, to the hospital and when I got there the ambulance was there and they'd already took me but they were taking my mother out of the ambulance straight away and they put her in the uh, corridor into the A&E where you go in and she had a blood um uh, What's it called? The bit where they are blood pressure tested. And then they wheeled her straight into a cubicle, uh, put her on a bed. Uh, a doctor came in, saw her and everything, and within a couple of hours, she was on a ward. And, you know, I couldn't fault them at all. Now, Townsend Hospital has been um, really, really, really dragged through the coals over recent years for being shocking, but I, I couldn't fault them. The ambulance took a little while to get there, uh, but it wasn't an emergency, so it, that wasn't too bad. Um, and she got seen. The problem we had was, because she has carers going in every day, she was okay to be let home that night, but they couldn't let her home because there was no carer available to put her to bed because of the time. So she had to stay in overnight, blocking a bed. And then the following day, I think around lunchtime, they got in touch with the carers, said, right, she's coming home at this time, and everything was back to normal again. But that's the problem. There's no, there should be, if there's someone who needs care to be put to bed or whatever, there should be people available who are not necessarily carers for that company, but who know how to do that. And 
if you've got people in a bed blocking the bed like my mother was for that one night she shouldn't, needn't have done because get an ambulance um, someone turns up as soon as the ambulance has gone puts her to bed like a carer would do uh, and off they go and then the carer comes in in the morning gets her up blah 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 no bed blocked and then the other thing that I keep going on about and been going on about this since the pandemic ended because uh, that's when they started going on about queues and things like that is we had the Nightingale Hospitals, if you remember. Uh, a lot of exhibition centres and that kind of thing were turned into um, massive hospitals. Uh, and the idea was, because no one knew how bad the pandemic was going to be and how many people would be in hospital. There could be millions of people in hospital we didn't know. So the government did the right thing and somehow found all these beds, found all these sheets and found all these mattresses and things and built these hospitals. Um, but they weren't really needed. Very few people ended up in them because, thankfully, it wasn't as serious as first feared, which is great. I'd sooner them overreact than underreact. But then, after the lockdowns and everything, they just shut the hospitals down and, and stripped them all out. And I'm like, no, keep them open because we've got a backlog now which has been added to by this COVID crisis that we've had. So those beds are all there and they're all medically perfect they're ideal for people with covid so they are clean they are safe and they are managed by voluntary nurses recently retired um that kind of thing so keep them and then if someone needs a hip operation or a knee operation they go to hospital as normal they have their operation they're kept in for 24 hours or however long and then they're transferred to the nightingale hospital um where they are then fully recuperated until they're ready to go home but they're not blocking a bed in the hospital so instead of being in a bed for a week or however long it is four or five days they're in there for two days which means they can double the operations they do so someone else can use that bed they can have an operation they can have their hip done they can then stay in hospital for two days and then they can go to the nightingale um, and they could be in the bed next to the person who's been in there for a few days um, and that way you can double up the surgeries that you're doing and get the, get the things down. Now they've all gone. But there's nothing to stop us doing Nightingale wards. To actually do this. I'm sure there are many nurses and doctors. Who would be happy to volunteer to help out. In a Nightingale ward. For people who are not blocking beds. For people who need operations. Cancer operations. You know like mastectomies and things like that. Um, you know people are in hospital for a long while with that. Rightly so. But they don't need to be in a general hospital. They could be in a, a Nightingale ward. Or a Nightingale hospital and be treated and get the same treatment there if there's an emergency they're already in a hospital the equipment would be there if there is an emergency to get them seen to or alternatively they could be transferred straight back to the hospital if needed uh, you you get left wing right wing but never middle wing uh politics deno could we not just keep the same salary for the nurses etc and offer them a day's less each week but also employ another nurse for that said ward help problem is we haven't got enough nurses or doctors as it is because we we did brexit which i voted for uh the idea was control our laws and also control our borders to a degree what we've done is we've closed our borders no we need people to come in to do jobs that are essential we don't need people coming in who are just coming in to live off the state. The, the, there's ways of doing it. I've said it before about the migrants coming over on the boats. It is so dangerous. They're putting their lives at risk. Um, 
what we need to do is make that pointless. So as soon as they land, we send them straight back to France or from wherever they came from. Uh, but we set up in France and in like Algeria or wherever the people are coming from, um, UK application centres so people can, you know, safely without risking their lives in the channel, uh, you know, seek asylum or whatever in the UK. And if they're granted it, we'll fly them over in a plane rather than risking your life. People, families, many people have died already. And many more people are going to die in the channel and we're not doing anything to stop it. We need to be brutal to be kind, but we need to check that we've got stuff on the other side so that people can know that they've got somewhere to go to to actually check if they can come to this country. Um, but, by the same hand, we need people coming from Europe who come every year for years to pick the vegetables out of the fields, to um, do care jobs. Um, like, you know, my mother's carers, she had about three or four Polish carers, and they were all fantastic. Uh, but they've all been sent back home now, pretty much, uh, because, well, you know, they weren't needed, allegedly. Uh, but now the carers that are left are, are overworked. Um, you know, they're working the same hours, but they're having to do twice as many calls, which means that the, the clients that they see, like my mother, literally get rushed. Uh, you know, they get a meal chucked in front of them, they get the pads changed, or they get put in bed or whatever, but there's no... It's like a production line, and then they're off to the next one. And it's it certainly the standard has dropped in the last two years from that. But if we control the borders, we can control who comes in. It's not a case of just shutting the borders. So we want nurses, we want doctors, and we've got nurses and doctors who want to come to this country and work for the NHS, but we're not letting them in. And it's like, no, the whole point of having control is not to stop everyone coming in, it's to get people in who will benefit the country like we've done in the past um, and not people who won't benefit the country i.e. people you know like how many you know late teens early twenties single men are coming over the channel um, and claiming asylum and you're like really you know people who need it like the people from Ukraine um, escaping a war and people from Syria and maybe Yemen fine you know, you're escaping a massive, horrible thing that we couldn't even imagine. Um, you know, so fine, we'll let you in, you know, but you've got to, you know, try and help society and all that kind of stuff once you've acclimatised and everything. But we're not, we're not letting people in. And one reason why the NHS is in the states it's in is because, and carers as well, is because we're not letting people into the country to work jobs that we haven't got the people to do the jobs for in the country already it's alright for Boris and Rishi and whoever to say and even bloody Keir Starmer and um, um, the guy I was talking about earlier on uh, for Labour was saying you know oh yeah but we give we get 10,000 more nurses and all that kind of thing you don't where do you get them from you've got to train them it takes years to be trained as a nurse why are we ignoring people who want to come to this country and help be nurses and then when our nurses are ready we don't need as many people coming in. Obviously, the people who are here, you know, we keep unless they want they wish to return. But we we build up the health service that way, and we take the pressure off people. Um, anyway, uh, the reason for left and right originated in France. The people who sat on the right supported the monarch, and the ones on the left didn't. So, in sense making 
the monarch middle. That kind of works, Denon. I agree with them. What's the point in drive-through? You have to park up. It's not a drive-through. What? Well, well, have I missed some here? Uh, fast food is fast food. You get left wing, you get right wing, you get never get everything. Salary the same, blah, blah, blah. Um, oh. You've done a lot of talking. <laughs> Which is good. Um, right, exactly. Um, definitely think kids should only do three days at school. No, 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 no. Should do more than that. Um, most kiddies would prefer that, obviously. Um, agree with the border control, you say. Thank you, Denno. Uh, half class Monday, Tuesday, uh, and half Wednesday, Thursday, Friday online for all pupils catching up. Uh, some schools in France are, are on in on a Saturday and Sunday, and that's why education in France is so much better than the UK. Uh, I don't think they're risking their lives to profit off the state. Sending people away is inhumane, no matter the excuse you make. I, what I'm trying to say is, Halix, I'm not saying send them away just for the sake of sending them away. What I'm saying is, make it pointless them coming over, but we have to put something in provisions so they don't have to come over. Um, so they know they can go to, be it, you know, uh, Paris or somewhere in France, if they're already in France, uh, even the, the embassy in, in France, they can go there and say, right, you know, this is my situation. I, I wish to go to the UK for these reasons. And they can either be told yes or no, rather than risking their lives coming over one of the busiest shipping lanes with massive ships. There's been a, a tragedy, apparently, okay, not in the channel, but not far from the channel, uh, the actual Channel Isles, um, where a fishing boat has been hit by a container ship and... Uh, they've given up the search now for three uh, fishermen on that ship and it wasn't a little it's not like a you know a rowboat we're talking a proper fishing boat fishing boat that's been hit by a container ship which is huge what chance has a dinghy got with 50 people on it that's what i'm saying we've got to stop people risking their lives to get here and the only way to do that is by being harsh and sending them away when they arrive i'm not i'm not being racist in the fact that i don't want them in this country for that reason, I'm trying to save people risking their lives getting here, but we can't do that unless we have in place something for them to actually go to or apply or do something. Um, and then we'll get them here. If they're, if they're eligible, we safely get them here. We fly them here. We don't get them in a dinghy and say, you know, good luck, lads. Off you go. Although you might have, I might have said that earlier on. Um... A point system. That's what they have in Australia. Uh, I'm going to work, murder this extra tasty chicken soon, rip it to shreds. There are doctors from other countries, then why not train them, give them a job? Whoops. Doctors, I love chicken. Okay, I love chicken as well. Uh, kids should get back to pencil and paper and... Uh, that reduces electricity from these smart boards using electricity. Why don't we go the whole log? My mother, when she was at school, she was one of the last lot of kids who actually had a chalkboard, uh, a little board with wood round it, uh, and they, they used chalk on it. Um, before she left school, they'd actually gone to pencil and paper. Uh, 
Um, can, uh, absolute deno. Get rid of pads, pencil, paper, charters, and email teachers. Crap. My teachers thought I should spend the week studying PE, geography, French, and social studies. 30 years later, we need welders and engineering students. Uh, no balfowls should be allowed in class either. Half week studies, I think. Uh, dexterity of the hand with writing is good. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, uh, any. There was two, two naughty words there. Um, the full phones, Angela. Beeswack, an engraver from the Romans. <laughs> oh my God. One of my favourite programmes uh, of recent years has been Plebs on uh, ITV2. It's now on ITVX apparently, so I won't be watching it. Because the amount of stuff they want to know about you, all the cookies you have to do, phew, you can stick that up your pummel. Uh, but what I liked about it was the fact that they, you know, they worked in a bank, and um, one was a photocopier uh, called Copier, and he basically had to just copy everything out that was given to him. Um, and then the other one was Shredder, and uh, he just had to rip pieces of uh, paper up like a shredder. And uh, there's so many, it was so well written and so cleverly done and so funny as well. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with you, any, at all. But, uh, yeah, I do get uh, warnings if uh, things appear on... Uh, yeah, they're getting all a bit a bit over overzealous these days. Uh, things getting monetized, demonetized, and uh, blocked, and not in certain countries, and all that kind of thing. It is becoming a nanny state. Um, right, going back to news... Remember, we were talking about news once upon a time. That was a while ago, wasn't it? Um, justice has been seen to be done. But um, I'm not sure it has been. It's been more done than I anticipated. The young lad on the left there is Harry Dunn. Uh, he was killed by the lady on the left, who was an American um, possibly spy, who came out of the American army base um, where she worked and drove on the wrong side of the road, which was the right side of the road for her being American, uh, and on a blind corner, 300 yards down the road, hit Harry in 2019, head on, uh, basically killing him, not instantly, but certainly killed him. He was the reason she died. Um, and she basically ran out of the country, uh, claiming diplomatic immunity. Um, it's been going on for a while, and the family said we want justice for him and all that kind of thing. And finally, after lots of coming and to and fro in and everything, in the Old Bailey, she was um, sentenced to eight months in prison for causing death by dangerous driving. She admitted she'd done wrong eventually, so she pleaded guilty, so that's why it was less. But then it was suspended, so she doesn't go to prison at all. And she wasn't even brought over to this country to face the charges. She stayed in America. And she did it by video link. And I'm like, well, it's justice, but it's not justice, justice. Um, eight months suspended sentence is not justice for taking a life. Um, you know, if I was unfortunate enough to be in a situation where I did something like drive on the wrong side of the road and someone died because of that, I would not expect 
eight months suspended sentence. Um, yeah, basically she got away with it. Um, it's I, I wouldn't go that way wrong I wouldn't say that um, but yeah it's, it's it, I mean justice is a weird thing isn't it you know, you, you think people have been let off for stuff like this, and then, you know, other people get slammed up for something, and you're like, whoa, hang on a minute, slap on the wrist. Is it because she's American? If that had been, I mean, it wouldn't have happened if it had been a British person, because if you were driving on that side of the road and had a head-on crash, you'd have the bucket thrown at you. But surely, I mean, since then, they put arrows on the road outside the, um, the army base, and I imagine they've done it to other... Um, American army bases around the country as well uh, big arrows like you have when you come to a junction point in the direction of traffic so that when you come out of there if you see the arrow facing the wrong way you know you're on the wrong side of the road but you shouldn't need that if you're intelligent enough to be working in an army base abroad then surely to God you should be intelligent enough to know what country you're in and where to drive and I can't believe that that is an excuse uh, and to get away with it Let's just say they're the most relaxed people in the way. Okay. Um, again, this is a this is a, a tricky one. Um, hero or villain? Uh, the last of the surviving actual Dambusters passed away this week. Um, Johnny Johnson uh, was a hundred and one, which for anyone is a good age, but for a man is a ridiculously good age, and he seemed to have his, all his faculties as well, um, pretty much right to the end, which is even more amazing. So he was basically the one of the last, well, he was the last survivor of the mission of the Lancaster bombers going over to Germany uh, to bomb the dams to try and end the war uh, by destroying the factories and everything. The Dambusters also got a great warranty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll give you that one. Although it's spelt slightly different. Oh, yeah, you did spell it differently. Um, no, it's not justice for the poor boy and his family. I've been denied their only son and anyone would have been potential future and grandkids for what, eight months suspended jail sentence? No justice. No, but the family seem happy, which I, I find peculiar. But, you know, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Uh, but, yeah, going back to uh, Johnny. Uh, apparently he was 21 there. Looks about 41, I'll be honest. So to live to 101, quite impressive. Um, and he was, he was, he showed a, a video of him from like five years ago um, telling a, a story of the actual bombing run that he did. And um, he was the guy who was led at the bottom of the aeroplane looking out of a little window with a little piece of wood to get the height right for the bouncing bomb so it would hit the actual dam itself. And uh, he said to the pilot, no, no, first time they did it, no, no, uh, it's no good, you'll have to go around again. So the pilot flew around again, got again. I went, nope, no good. Ended up doing it ten times. The other lads in the back of the plane were coming over the radio. All for bleep's sake, 
come on, just get rid of the bomb, will you? Anyway, he, he, he said, you know, what was the point of dropping the bomb if it wasn't going to do the job that they were sent there to do? Bearing in mind that the Germans at the time, at the same time, were blitzing the whole of the east coast of England, uh, as well as Manchester, Liverpool, Coventry, uh, Bath, um, obviously London and everywhere else. And it was Blitzkrieg. It was literally just random bombs being dropped over cities. You know, thousands of people were killed. We're doing the same thing in, in Germany as well, don't get me wrong. Uh, war is not a, a good thing. At least nowadays we've got weapons which are a bit more targeted than just blanket bombing, unless you're German, uh, Russian, of course. That's another story for another day. Um, anyway, tenth time they did it and it succeeded. The bomb went off and the damage was done to the dam that they anticipated uh, and it did shorten the war. Um, and, you know, he was a hero. But a lot of people think he was a, a villain. Um... Well, there we go. I have actually touched a bouncing bomb at the Duxford Museum. Yeah, I went beyond the velvet rope of protection. You, you're a, you're a badon, Deno. Oh no, badon's badon. You're Dino. Uh, Steele's had a mention on his own, to be honest. That's true. <laughs> I don't think it would be so upset at the funeral. He was a good age. Still sad, yeah. And he was a good little uh, storyteller as well, you know. And it was people like him. Who were, you know, it's the reason why we're still talking in English. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, R.I.P. <laughs> uh, we're going to, of course we're doing USA. We have been going on a bit though, I'll be honest. Um, go, we'll, st we'll stick through the next few bits as quick as we can. Um, the bankers in London who've been so punished, um, in their opinion, uh, of having a lot of their restrictions lifted uh, for bonuses and everything by our new uh, Jeremy Hunt Chancellor of the Exchequer, basically saying that uh, in order to get the um, money back into Britain and to get people investing in Britain, we need the bankers to earn more money, which will increase more money coming in and blah, blah, blah. Interesting concept. We'll see how it goes. Um, meanwhile, Wharton, but not that one, um, is where they're making the... Um, oh, what's it called? What? What have I written there? Anyway, the new plane, um, it's going to be built and it's got money coming from Japan as well, uh, which I don't have a problem with. Uh, and it's, it's secured thousands of jobs in the northwest. So, uh, yeah, that's good news. Uh, I've still got to just without door play. Bloody hell. <laughs> uh, Matt Hancock, he of the jungle, has reportedly said he's not going to do any more um, reality TV. And he uh, is uh, going to not stand as an MP at the next uh, election. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, at Westminster, uh, the pollsters have been out on strike, uh, saying that they want more money. But like I said before, who sends letters these days? Uh, who even sends cards these days? Um, you know, you might give cards out to people at work, people at school, college, 
um, friends and relatives who you see. But when was the last time you you know you put a letter, uh, a postcard, uh, a Christmas card or a birthday card, uh, and sent it? You just don't do it anymore. By Hancock, you won't be missed. I don't think we've seen the last of Hancock. I'll be honest, Alex. And then cute animal alert. This is a baby uh, taper uh, born at Chester Zoo this week, or recently anyway. We have to have a cute animal, um, because if we don't have a cute animal, um, well, Angela gets upset. So we've got this tapir, tapir, tapir thing. Okay, it's beautiful, isn't it? It's cute. It's halfway uh, between a rhino and a anteater, apparently. I mean, how the hell them two got together? I've no idea. Uh, but it's cute, though, isn't it? It's cute. Okay, it's not a monkey, and it's not a cat. It's still cute. Oh, look at it. Oh, it's lovely. I love it. I love it. I have two as my family live in Scotland. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> but how many decent friends and things like that? Just doesn't happen these days, does it? Anyway, we've we've ended on... He will have some sort of leg disorder. Not so cute. Oh, I think that's really cute. Oh. Okay then. Meanwhile, in America. La 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 America. Do, do. America. Don't feed kids your batteries in. Anyway, to be fair, not just America. Monkey wins. Yeah, monkey's still the cutest. I'll, I'll go with that. I'll go with that. I will go with that. I'll give you that one. So what's been going on in America? Well, you'll be pleased to hear that um, someone has not been found guilty of uh, indecent behaviour. Uh, Kevin Spacey um, has been found not guilty, which I must admit surprised me somewhat. Um, but his accuser must now fork out over $39,000 um, to the actor, um, which I think, yeah is 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 uh, a lot of money for someone who hasn't got any money uh, experts slam potential LA county mask mandate over COVID fears COVID hasn't gone anywhere, it's still here yes we know that uh, some experts on Friday, last Friday slam public health officials in Los Angeles County for saying the county will likely reinstate a local indoor mask mandate thanks to COVID now weirdly I think we should have an indoor mask mandate on buses and in small areas. For example, uh, a small shop or an office or something like that. Uh, not because I'm frightened of COVID anymore, although we should be aware of it, but because obviously we've got this um, strep A going around for the kids, but also a lot of flu and things like that. And last year when we had masks on, and the year before when we had masks on, there was hardly any flu or no COVID uh, to speak of. And I, th I think it's just, I, th I think it's just uh, a sensible thing to do in small spaces. I'm not saying everywhere. I'm not saying on the street. I'm not saying in a supermarket. I'm just saying if you're in a bus or a, a very small area with lots of people, wear a mask. Um, it, might, it might save someone's life, you don't know. But anyway, uh, people have been slammed for it in America for even suggesting it. How dare they? Uh, a USA woman was killed when a rogue wave striked 
an Antarctic cruise ship. Now this is a Viking cruise ship, um, which are advertised heavily on daytime TV. Um, and they've been going on about the, you know, they have the, the long ships that they, f they sail on the rivers. And you're like, how the hell do you get a ship that's like three, si three lengths of a football pitch round a corner on a river? Obviously they do, but they just look ridiculously long and flat. But they've also now got liners and they now take people on sea cruisers. Anyway, a rogue wave, uh, which is basically a wave that just appears for no reason whatsoever, uh, has hit the side of the ship and sadly it's killed a 62-year-old American woman. Um, now, I don't know quite how, um, I, th I can only think it's from uh, debris, i.e. maybe glass or something similar, uh, but nowhere else was seriously injured and there was very limited damage, so the poor woman just had to be at the wrong place at the wrong time, but it just shows you, you, you can never trust nature. Meanwhile, we've been talking about our new plane that I forgot the name of, embarrassing um but the pentagon have uh, debuted its new stealth bomber the b21 raider now the, the other problem i have with the b21 raider is the fact that we've we've now seen it we've been told about it so it's not really a stealth bomber anymore is it uh, a bit like the bomber that's um or the the fighter that's going to replace the typhoon that we've got over here in the uk um just see if we can find the name of it because it's really annoying me that I forgot the name. Matan Cook, hurry done, NHS waiting list. Oh no, it's gone. Ah, oh, Germans, Cumbrian, it's Trump, fine, Trump, Trump. Um, oh, you off. Uh, see you, wrong gun. I'll be doing another one before Christmas, mate. If you have money, take your case to the USA. Night run, going to take care and please join us on Tuesday night for Elder's Road Trip. Yeah, although I don't talk to you on that one because I'm too busy dreaming. But we have got truck count, which is very exciting. Uh, anyway, America's newest stealth bomber made its debut on Friday after years of secret development as part of the Pentagon's answer to rising concerns over a future conflict with China. The B-21 Raider is the first new American bomber aircraft in more than 30 years. Almost every aspect of the program is classified, but they'll let you take pictures and go up and uh, have a close look at it because... They're thick in America. Um, a box truck tumbles off a California highway onto a separate crash scene. So there's already been a crash. Truck counties highlight of my week. Oh dear. Uh, there's, uh, there's been a crash already and it's been attended to by emergency services and then an articulated lorry uh, big rig, or as they call them, a box truck, fell on top of the crash. I mean, you literally couldn't write it. Three people were injured after a large box truck toppled off a freeway ramp and crash-landed on the scene of an earlier accident in Los Angeles. The chaotic crash occurred amid commuter traffic around 7.30am. Um, yeah, a commuter was filming the first crash, caught the whole incident um, on second crash. Of the second crash. Will that bomber go through the radar undetected? Yeah, I would have thought so. Hey, Reese. Uh, I've just thought to ask you about the bump you had. Oh, I had a sore back for two days, but it's all right now. Uh, I've asked Steely if there was uh, if he still has a cortina. He does, because it's a solid cortina, and we all know Steely likes them solid. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> that sounds really wrong. But it's not. It's perfectly innocent. Um, Ukraine cops foil a group trying to steal a Banksy mural from Kiev wall. Police thwarted an attempt to steal a mural painted by enigmatic British street artist Banksy from a wall on the outskirts of Kiev, officials said. The painting is an image of a person in a gas mask and a nightgown uh, holding a fire extinguisher, and it went missing Friday after thieves removed it from the wall. Um, it was found um, and returned to the owners of the house it was on, which I don't really understand why, but anyway. Um, school teacher posts about using stuffed animals to teach kids lessons on being gender fluid. Um, now, this gender fluid thing, I mean, there's many arguments about it. You know, like I said before, you can be whatever you want to be, that's fine. But I don't think teaching children that you need to explain it with stuffed animals is necessarily the way forward. Anyway, a California teacher posted on social media about using gender-fluid stuffed animal to teach children how to use the proper pronouns. The TikTok user, Sky Tooley, is a teacher at Saturn Street Elementary um, and identifies as a trans-demi-boy non-binary. That's enough BS for one night, isn't it? Oh, dear God. And these people are allowed to teach people? Oh. Um, Russia gets a bit upset... Who knew? Um, because the world's not being fair to them. Oh, poor Russia. Uh, Russia threatens to cut off oil after rejecting the price cap from the Westerns, which I was talking about earlier on, which was a long while ago now. Uh, God, I've been going for nearly two hours. Unbelievable, Jeff. Uh, Russia threatens. Uh, Russia is threatening to stop supplying Western allies of Ukraine with oil after rejecting proposed price cap of uh, $60 per barrel. Kremlin spokesman... Uh, said that Russia will need more time to formally respond but will not be accepting the price ceiling agreed upon uh, on Friday by the USA, Japan, Canada, Britain, Australia and the European Union. Um, yes, they are allowed to teach because there's nothing wrong with us or making our existence known to children. Making our existence known to children. Yeah, but... You don't want to ram it down the throat, so to speak. That's, that come out wrong. That come out wrong. Oh, God. Digging a hole. Top of the pops. But this is this has been posted in America, and I didn't know this until I read this. The BBC have cancelled Christmas Day, Top of the Pops, after nearly 60 years. Uh, the BBC has decided to cancel its iconic Christmas Day, Top of the Pops. Um, the programme featured musical performances by homegrown musical talent like the Beatles, not recently, Elton John and the Spice Girls, and international stars like Madonna, Beyonce and Myra Um But yeah, uh, it's been scrapped. It's gone. We're not shoving it down throats, we're making sure we aren't erased. Well, no one's erasing anyone. And because something isn't being told to someone when they're three, is not erasing them. That's all I'm saying. Like I said earlier, you can be who you want, who you want, when you want, however you want. Not a problem. Um, but I think we we need to 
let children have as much just not stressing out about things as we can without putting pressure on them of deciding what they are when they're not actually old enough to understand what they are. They're still learning about even eating and talking and stuff like that. Um, now, this is a weird one. Spam figgy pudding has sold out in America. I've never even heard of Spam figgy pudding. Um, it features flavoured spice and everything nice. Um, they really took the line now that brings us some figgy pudding seriously. The makers of Spam have introduced figgy pudding, a festive tweet, twist on the product's original recipe. A right in time for the holidays, but the limited time purchase is apparently so popular it's already sold out on Amazon, Walmart and the company's website. It sounds vile, I'll be honest with you. Um, the scary thing is, I've got a tin of Spam that I was going to do some recipes with, uh, and I've had it for like six months, and I just can't be bothered opening it because I'm pretty sure I won't like it. Or worse still, I'll love it, and then I'll just start eating Spam, 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 Wonderful Spam, Wonderful Spam. I've been to this Spam Museum in America. Hi, Felix Hero, uh, Phoenix Hero. Uh, welcome. You've been to, there's a Spam Museum in America? God, they have a museum for everything. Having said that, we have two pencil museums that I'm aware of in the Northwest. So uh, what can I say? It takes us back to schools again, doesn't it? Spam, 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 spam. Yep, it's a real thing. No, that's that's Pepsi. It's a real thing. You're getting your things mixed up. You went to the Pepsi Museum but thought it was the Spam Museum, didn't you? Because they spammed you with loads of stuff on your phone because you are in the Pepsi Museum. Um, yeah, I'm losing the world to live here. An 82-year-old woman was arrested for not paying a $77 trash bill. She was left in tears after being handcuffed, arrested and thrown in jail for pay, failing to pay a $77.80 trash bill. Um, she initially thought the two officers from the Valley Police Department were joking when they arrived at her home, um, and they were told her they were there to arrest her for failing to pay a garbage service bill covering the months of June, July and August. <coughs> it's... Uh, walk around with a gun but if you don't pay a trash bill you're getting slammed up right <laughs> stealing is not a good thing uh, you shouldn't do it uh, blah 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 but if you're going to do it and you need to do it don't do it like this woman did a Florida woman uh, was busted after trying to steal from a Walmart whilst that said Walmart was having a shop with a cop event on. A, oh, it's a man. A Florida man uh, found himself in handcuffs after allegedly trying to steal items from a Walmart where dozens of police officers were holding an event. Uh, the man, uh, the uh, county sheriff's office referred to as Brad, <laughs> not his real name, but it probably is. Uh, where was it? Um, I don't know where it was. Um, said um, that was it, said Brad was arrested at a St. Cloud Walmart after trying to steal items. At the same time, about 40 deputies were inside as part of a shop with a cop event. And then they, 
The TV channel that reported it said, Seriously, we can't just make this up. I have photos. Oh, you sound like you're bribing me now. Um, Pepsi and milk combined is called Spilk. It's high on YouTube videos and TikTok. Not that I bother with TikTok. To be fair, uh, Pepsi uh, gives me migraines and milk makes me vomit. So I don't think I'll be trying that one. Uh, meanwhile, Johnny Depp uh, and Amber Heard, it's carrying on. We thought it was all over. No, it's not. Uh, Amber Heard has appealed for a new trial in the Johnny Depp defamation case. Amber Heard is seeking a new defamation trial against her ex-husband, Johnny Depp, claiming the bombshell court battle she lost was stacked against her. Um, the 36-year-old Aquaman actress uh, filed her appeal earlier this month, arguing the exclusion of therapy notes which she reported being abused resulted in an unfair trial. Um, I was that mean I'm going to get Wagatha Christie back as well? God, I hope not. Um, now, this was before it was released. Obviously, we've discussed at length Harry and Me Meghan. Uh, Harry and Meghan's Netflix series to be critical of royals uh, and the British public as well, in general. Um, Prince Harry, this is before it came out, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's much-anticipated Netflix series, which will be released on Thursday, expected to be highly critical of the royal family, uh, even the British public. Before the couple's bombshell interview with Oprah Winfrey, which was an absolute... Oh, yeah. The Duke of Sussex told a friend to expect the interview to be quite shocking. Um, adding, these Brits need to learn a lesson, uh, he, he's reportedly said. Now, can you imagine Prince Harry saying, these Brits? Yeah, probably. Um, this is uh, reported via America, but not on the channel that I normally use. Uh, more than 40,000 people remain without electricity in North Carolina after two power substations were damaged by gunfire. Um, now, I, you, you think this will be happening in like Ukraine or somewhere like that, but no. Uh, North Carolina, um, there were some people have thought it would be fun to shoot at electrical substations just because. Um, Bob McGrath, an original Sesame Street cast member, has died at the age of 90. Um, one of the original cast members of Sesame Street has died at the age of 90, his family said. Uh, our father, Bob McGrath, passed away today, the family posted on Facebook. He died peacefully at home, surrounded by his family. McGrath was one of, one of the Illinois natives, uh, was one of the four first cast members hired to launch the iconic children's show in 1969. Um, yeah, it's always said when people pass away, but uh, again, 90 is a bloody good age. Ukrainians hid orphan children from Russian deportation. Uh, in Kyrgyzstan, uh, Kyrgyzstan, even Kyrgyzstan, um, hours after Russian invaded Ukraine in February, health staff at a children's hospital in the south started secretly planning how to save the babies. Russians were suspected of seizing orphan children and sending them to Russia, so staff at the Children's Regional Hospital in Kherson uh, City began fabricating orphans' uh, medical records to make it feel like they were too ill to move. So, kind of hidden in plain sight. I've still got a warrant trophy from 10 years old, though. For what, from when you were 10 years old, or from 10 years ago, old. 
old gold, gold. It's been quite a few uh, volcanoes erupting. Um, it, Indonesia uh, has had an eruption uh, on the most uh, densely populated island, which is the third eruption in two weeks. A uh, volcano on Indonesia's most densely populated islands erupted on Sunday, about a year after its last its last burst killed more than 50 people. Uh, it's the highest volcano in the country at 12,060 feet, and it began oozing hot lava and sending gas clouds into the sky after monsoon rains ended, eroded the lava domes. When I was 10, I can assure you, Elder, Wharton Final got a trophy. I probably took a picture of it then, <laughs> to be fair. Um, cause oh no, I might have been in a commentary box about it. I don't know. Um, but yeah, volcanoes erupted. And no one's really put the, the, these three things together yet. But anyway, we'll see. Uh, Paul Pulowski uh, attends Kennedy Centre Honours in first appearance since Hammer Attack. Uh, Nancy Pelosi's husband, who was uh, viciously attacked in his own home. Uh, by a, uh, an a hammer-wielding uh, madman uh, is, has made good enough recovery to appear in public, which is is, is good. Um, here's the image of Harry and Meghan being stalked by paparazzi in the new Next Fix film, but it was really uh, Harry Potter premiere. Um, yeah, it's, it's like you say, it's very rare that the camera lies, but you can interpret what the camera has actually shown you differently. <coughs> and these days, let's be honest, um, you can make a camera do anything. So yeah, the camera does lie, but not in that case. It's just what they said it was, wasn't what it was. What? Yeah. Um, over 40,000 in dark. Uh, oh, that was after the uh, power substations again. Uh, and a state of emergency was declared as well because obviously people need power and more so with it being winter as well. Uh, but why would you why would you disrupt power substations anywhere in the world? I mean we know why Putin does it because he's a baby but uh, you know I don't understand why we do it. Again not reported in the UK but we've had uh, monkeypox which is now called mpox because it's politically correct to call it that. Um, Squirrelpox, a federal uh, case has been confirmed in North Wales. Um, yeah, basically, uh, we've got bird flu and everything, but now we've got squirrelpox as well. And then we've got strep A and we've got everything else going on. So, yeah, the viruses are fighting back, aren't they? And not just for humans. Um, Tampa Police Chief resigns after trying to wiggle out of a golf cart ticket. And I'm like, what? Who gets a ticket for being in a golf cart? Uh, and it was the Tampa's, Tampa's police chief who resigned in disgrace weeks after she tried to use her influence to escape a ticket when her husband was pulled over in an unregistered golf cart. Uh, Mary Connor submitted her resignation effective immediately on Monday after Internal Affairs found she violated uh, departmental policies when she flashed her badge at a Penalist County Deputy. Um, <laughs> what? It's weird. A Florida cop accidentally shoots his best friend dead whilst playing video games. A young Florida cop 
uh, deputy, was accidentally shot and killed by his roommate, who was also a police officer, when the pair took a break from playing video games. Um, he accidentally fired a round at his colleague um, and then rang to say he needed uh, urgent help, but uh, his colleague died. Uh, yeah. Uh, the uh, Manhattan Transport Authority looked to redesign subway turnstiles to crack down on rampant fare beating. Uh, the MTA wants to redesign subway turnstiles and emergency exit gates uh, to stop the superhighway deadbeats. Uh, it's to crack down on fair evasions. And yeah, if everyone else is paying, then why should why should they get away with it, I suppose? Unless they've got a valid reason to not pay to get on the subway. Um, maybe, maybe not. Uh, 1,200 Iranian students were poisoned ahead of a mass protest, allegedly. A group of 1,200 university students in Iran were struck down by food poisoning the night before a wave of anti-regime protests were set to be held throughout the country. Students at uh, various universities experienced vomiting, severe body aches and hallucinations, the National Student Union claimed on Thursday. At least four other universities reported similar outbreaks, um, but um, it's not necessarily a coincidence. No, it's a coincidence, and anyone who thinks otherwise is wrong. Indonesia approves criminal code banning sex outside of marriage. On Tuesday, Indonesia's parliament, I mean, we were talking about earlier on about uh, protecting people's rights and everything. Um, it's now a new criminal code banning sex outside marriage, which carries a punishment of up to one year in jail. The new code, passed, without support, passed with support from all political parties, also prohibits co prohibits cohabitation between unmarried couples. Um, the code will apply to Indonesians and foreigners and comes despite concerns the law could keep tourists away and harm investments. Uh, how do you show me a picture? Um, I believe you. I believe you. Plus, how would I know it was you anyway? If you show me a picture. That's what you're saying. <laughs> Uh, a woman allegedly dumps 50 pounds of faeces at a police station. <coughs> now that's impressive. Uh, someone's on uh, this Texas woman's crap list. Uh, Mindy Jeanette Stevens, 46, the wife of an assistant fire chief, allegedly dumped about 50 pounds of human excrement in front of the Electra Police Department last week. Uh, a police officer noticed a person making suspicious deposit in front of the station. Um, he went outside to uh, see what's going on and discovered £50. Of what did she have to eat beforehand is my question. I mean, crikey. That doesn't... Oh, now, everyone's going on about interest rates in the UK and how everything's terrible as well. And I keep saying it's all over the... Uh, back up. Uh, the Bank of Canada is expected to hike its benchmark overnight rate to its highest level in 14 years as it seeks to tame inflation. Um, so yeah, it's all over the world that inflation is rampant, prices are going up, interest rates are going up, um, you know, and people think, oh, it's just Britain, oh, it's Brexit, and it's the whole world. Parents lose custody, some good news from New Zealand. Parents lose custody of six baby, uh, sick baby after refusing blood from vaccinated donor. 
The New Zealand parents who refused to allow blood transfusions for their sick four-month-old child unless it came from donors unvaccinated against COVID-19 have been temporarily stripped of medical custody of the baby. Um, and rightly so as well, because four-month-old baby need it. They don't. They don't do blood transfusions, you know, lightly on four-month-old babies. Uh, Tiger King. Uh, Congress passes a Tiger King bill banning pri private big cat ownership, and about time too. The only problem is someone's taking credit for this. Uh, another win for Carol Baskin. I mean, she's as mad as he is. Uh, the main antagonist of Netflix Tiger King's Joe Exotic prevailed again over a locked-up nemesis um, with congressional passage of legislation banning private ownership of tigers, lions and other big cats. Um, I mean, I don't agree with it at all. I don't think anyone should keep an animal like that in, um, in a cage in your garden. Uh, no matter how big your garden is, it's just cruel. Um, and I'm not a big fan of them doing it in, in uh, zoos either, but... In zoos, you know, at least they're properly looked after and they've got uh, uh, stimulants and a number of... Uh, they're not a toy, basically. Um, so, yeah. It is a shocker. Alex Jones. Even Alex Jones was disgusted by Kanye West's homoerotic Hitler fetish. I don't even know what that means. Uh, even conspiracy theorist Alex Jones is disgusted by Kanye West's vile declarations of love for the Nazis, admitted he was shocked by his homoerotic Adolf Hitler fetish. The Infowars host, recently ordered to pay nearly $1.5 for calling Sandy Hook Massacre a hoax, says he feels like he was sucked into a giant publicity stunt when the gimp mask wearing rapper uh, appeared on his show. <laughs> I'd, I've, yeah, I think both of them need putting in a big box and, and shaking up a bit. Ukrainian President Zelensky is named Time Person of the Year. Um, uh, the Time magazine announced on Wednesday morning Zelensky, 44, shot to international recognition upon Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Almost 10 months later, he remains a symbol of the nation's stoicism and spirit in the face of incursion. The historic Time honour first awarded to Avia uh, Aviator, uh, Aviator, Charles Lindbergh in 1927. You know you've got an extremely white ring when even Alex Jones is disgusted. Exactly, Alex. It's like, what the hell? What the hell? So, yeah, if, if, he's, if he's upset, then Christ almighty. Again, this is before the show came out. We've discussed this at length already. Harry and Meghan grilled on whether they're putting money before family with Netflix series. That's even in America they were being questioned about that. Uh, are you just after the cash before you know your bigger families and your personal family as well? Your you know, um, but people have got to live the life how they choose, I suppose. Uh, San Francisco pauses policy arming robocops with explosives. <laughs> wow! Now remember a few weeks ago we were talking about um, robots being armed with guns. Uh, in order to be able to shoot people without putting cops in line of fire. Um, basically, a bit like the bomb disposal uh, units that you've seen uh, on various different things. Well, this is a police robot. Um, they won't be allowed to use deadly force just yet. Uh, and they're not going to be allowed um, to use explosives either. 
I mean, what could possibly go wrong? I'll give you a go. Um, Trump teams finds more classified material in Florida storage units. Lawyers hired by former President Donald Trump uh, have found at least two documents marked as classified while searching a storage facility in West Palm Beach um, and handed the materials to the FBI. I mean, how much stuff has he got snaffled away in various different places? Um, and how is he even being considered to be standing uh, for president again? I mean, it just never ends, does it? Trump pauses with QAnon conspiracy theorist at Mar-a-Lago events. Uh, former President Donald Trump paused for a photo with a prominent QAnon and Plazagate conspiracy theorist at an event hosted at his Mar-a-Lago club on Tuesday. The 76-year-old former president was photographed with Liz Crokin, a far-right figure featured in the HBO documentaries Q in the Storm. Um, yeah, he's, he's got no common sense, I think. Is, uh, I'm being generous there. He's got a lot less than that, but anyway. Um, New York Times journalists to strike on Thursday after contract negotiations fail. Scores of journalists and editors at the New York Times will be on strike Thursday, their union announced, which is, oh no, we're the New York Post, we're okay. Um, the historic 24-hour walkout, which reportedly begins at midnight Thursday, would be the first strike in its kind in the newspaper's history. Um, so yeah, everywhere, <laughs> everywhere striking, everyone wants more, 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 more. Uh, Biden says work continues on gun control, but Senator signal legislation is likely, unlikely to pass. President Biden on Wednesday told survivors and families affected by gun violence that work continues on a whole range of gun control measures Only a few weeks left, with only a few weeks left of Congress's lame duck session. The 80-year-old president's comments on the 10th annual National Vigil of All Victims of Gun Violence was held at St. Mark's Episcopal Church in Washington, D.C. Um, wait to see. The gun lobby are far too powerful in America. Uh, it has, has to be said. Uh, vacationing Chicago cop arrested for urinating on ice machine or in ice machine at a Florida bar. We've all done it. We've all had a wee summer. We shouldn't have done, haven't we? Well, if you're a blog, anyway. A Chicago cop vacationing uh, on Florida in Florida was arrested after he allegedly urinated in an ice machine at a St. Petersburg bar. Um, the report. The reportedly foul-mouthed Windy City officer, Henry Capuch, was caught in the act by a worker at Jimmy's Bees Beach Bar early Monday morning when the employee went to grab some ice. He uh, allegedly spotted um, Capuch allegedly using the word peeing into the machine, but not peeing, if you get my drift. <laughs> Just me then. Um... Musk says Twitter blacklisting proves the inmates were running the asylum. Uh, Elon Musk has called the damning confirmation that the Twitter blacklisted conservative opinion proof that the inmates were running the asylum before his free speech overhaul. The second richest man in the world uh, added to the growing condemnation that sparked on Tuesday by the release of part two of the Twitter files uh, detailing the $44 billion purchase uh, but yeah, he's saying now that um, 
Musk is the worst thing to ever happen to Twitter. Some might say Twitter's the worst thing to ever happen to Twitter. But yeah, Musk is definitely... Although I've not really noticed too much yet, I'll be honest. Uh, fire raged through a shopping mall in Moscow suburbs. Uh, fire engulfed one of the largest shopping malls near Moscow on Friday. Uh, emergency services said, leading to the collapse of part of the structure which complicated firefighters' attempts to douse the flames. The conflagration... Um, spread over an area of about 75,000 square feet at the mega shopping centre in Kimiki, uh, near the Russian capital, authorities said. One person tragically died in the fire. Um, they're now looking into the cause of the fire, and you can guess what they're going to say. They're going to say it was Ukraine. Um, but I don't think Ukraine have got the power to actually aim for that, and I don't think they'd aim for a shopping centre. <laughs> they're not Russian. Uh, Japanese billionaire Mazuain uh, picks K-pop star T.O.P. DJ Steve Aikoi to join a SpaceX moon trip. The Japanese billionaire Yusaku, excuse my pronunciation, uh, revealed on Friday that K-pop star T.O.P. and DJ Steve will be among the eight crew members he plans to take on a trip around the moon as soon as next year hitching a ride on one of Elon Musk's SpaceX rockets. He bought every seat on the maiden lunar voyage, which has been in the works since 2018, um, and it would follow his trip on a Soyuz spacecraft to the International Space Station a few years ago. Uh, got too much money to burn, and would you actually want to go on a SpaceX spaceship that's not really done anything other than orbit Earth on its first orbit of the moon? I don't think so. Uh, tragic story. Influencer Majin Jinska uh, found dead um, and she feared for her life. Uh, she's an online beauty influencer with more than 1.2 million followers on Instagram and, and was found tragically dead under what local media and family members are labelling mysterious circumstances. Now this is why I picked this up. Mysterious circumstances. Police say that she was discovered with a gunshot wound to her head. I mean, that's mysterious circumstances. Um, no other information has been given. Uh, and it was in uh, Johannesburg, South Africa. Um, hopefully, the, people, the police will come to the, uh, the bottom of what happens. But, uh, uh, yeah, just horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Experts warn New York City's new rats czar the rats are going to win. Well, it's not a battle, but the rats are going to win. It doesn't matter where you are. There's rats. They're everywhere. I mean, they are literally... There's no doubt... Well, there might still be a rat in my house after the cat brought one in a few weeks ago, although I've not heard it or smelt it since, so I think it might have got out again. Um, but yeah, there are rats everywhere. Uh, and New York, obviously, is full of rats. Um, and because of the pandemic and lockdown, they've multiplied because there haven't been people going around killing them or cars running them over, anything like that. Uh, and now there's that many of them that they can't actually control them, not that they could before. Um, but anyway, um, he, he, this guy apparently thinks like a rat, and that's a valuable way to think right now. Now, thinking like a rat is different from acting like a rat. Acting like a rat is when you run along the wall, weeing and pooing all the time. That's how, when you act like a rat. Uh, but thinking like a rat, that's something different. So uh, the only rat I know that thought was Shredder. He was a rat, wasn't he? 
I don't know. And I don't mean they're shredded from, uh, <laughs> from plebs. Oh my God, we've, we've gone full circle. Anyway, um, that is it for what a week that was this week. An epic two hour and 11 minutes. I've kind of rattled through the American stuff, I'll be honest, because we spent a lot of time on the non-American stuff. Maybe I need to separate the two. <coughs> I've actually got myself a proper diary as well. So instead of a piece of paper like that that I write on, um, I've actually got myself a proper a proper diary for next year. So I can actually do the days and everything. It'll be lovely. It will be lovely. So uh, I was going to leave you with a, an image of the taper, but uh, the taper has not been, not been loved, which I think is tragic. I'm actually upset by that. How can you not love a taper? Especially one with lovely marks like that. Anyway, that's it for this week. Uh, I'll come back to that in a minute. Um, Phoenix, just bear with us. I need to go to the top of this. You've done a lot of talking today. Uh, big shout out to everyone who spoke today. So, uh, Dino, Deno, um, JT and Rachel, Rungan, who's gone, uh, Any, Angela O'Kane, uh, Halex, uh, uh, we've had others as well, who else have we had? Don't forget as well, if you're listening to this on a podcast, to check out the actual broadcast via the link, and if you're watching this on YouTube, check out the podcast via the link. Um, dum 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 Wow, we've done a lot of talking today, guys. It's great. To be fair, that's why it took so long, because we've actually been doing what we're supposed to be doing, which is discussing things. Not, not always agreeing, but discussing things, because that's what it's all about. Don't forget we're doing it again next week. Uh, Reese, as well, you, you said summit. Uh, all I you said was no worries. And then Phoenix Hero, who, uh, who bobbed in as well. And I think that's your lot. Uh, any shop news? Uh, I'm just getting peed off with the whole thing, uh, is the news. Um, it's been one of them. It's like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to move in. I'm ready. To, I could open tomorrow. Well, I couldn't, but, you know. Um, but they're just um and annoying, and it's just doing me nothing. It's just absolutely doing me in. We're what on? We're on the ninth, so we've got fifteen days till Christmas Eve, and I'm still waiting for the lease. And the earliest I can get it would be Tuesday next week. So that's another one, two, three, four days, uh, and then it's got to go to solicitors and everything else. So it's not going to be before Christmas. So I'm like, what's the point of opening? I might as well hang on now till March. Uh, fuming. I'm absolutely fuming, I am. I am fuming. Anyway, um, thank you very much for watching and listening. And all being well, I will see you again next week. Don't forget we do have uh, various other broadcasts going on. I might be doing some gaming as well over the weekend. Um, and um, please hit the like button to receive updates on the shop news and updates on weekend refurbishments. The council should, to be fair, it's not the council over the landlords this time. It's um, 
it's the landlords who were the landlords. They were just kind of dragging the feet. Um, but yeah, hopefully it'll all come off at some point. <coughs> uh, yeah, Wigan Watch for the updates on what's going on in Wigan Town Centre. Um, I don't do trees on uh, Christmas, I'll be honest, in the house. Uh, I live on my own and I'm not really that bothered. It's a lot of faffing around. Here's one thing I noticed, completely off subject, but if you watch Emmerdale, right, Emmerdale Farm, it used to be, Emmerdale, you've got um, some ginger um, woman who's pregnant with some guy's baby. And her mum has buggered off and left her. And her new sister that she's just found out as a sister had buggered off and left her. So she's living on her house on her own. And she's all depressed and she's find, trying to find out who Al was having an affair with. And then it goes back to her. Someone walks into the house and she's got all the Christmas decorations up. And I'm like, why would she do that? She wouldn't bother with that. That would be pointless. You would not put your Christmas decorations up. And then you go to the farm where... Moira, Moira and Cain live uh, Cain's in prison for killing Al although he didn't um, and Moira had legged it with the kid who killed Al and gone to Belfast whatever which left the guy who I think's the dad of the girl who's pregnant baby who hasn't had it yet I think he's the dad and uh, her son who used to be the daughter back in the day, but his name was a son. So they're in the house, um, and they've got to work at the farm, and do. he works at the, the the cafe thing, where the adventure thing is, and all that. Um, and they've got Christmas decorations up as well, and I'm like, two blokes would not put Christmas decorations up. Got to keep it real. Keep it real. I live on my own, I don't put Christmas decorations up. Please put your gaming channel link in the channel as well, so I can put it on Tuesday nights, please, if you can, as people ask for it. Please put your gaming channel link. It's not, This is the gaming channel. That's why it's called The Elder Gamer. I don't watch TV. Um, no. How's your mum doing? Uh, yeah, as good as she's going to do. Unfortunately. Uh, oh, that's great. And how come I never amend in the broadcast? And I've been on for two hours and 15 minutes. I get more views than I've had for the entire broadcast. Two hours and 20 minutes coming up to. And uh, I've, I've got eight viewers. <laughs> it's brilliant. I've run out of stuff to say and I need to go to the toilet because I've been sat here for two hours and 20 minutes. So uh, join us earlier. Uh, subscribe and then click the uh, notification button and then join us every Friday at round about eight o'clock. Uh, and we look at the world's news in a light-hearted way, even though sometimes the news is serious. I put my opinion across. We then discuss my opinion and why you think it's wrong or why you think it's right. Uh, we then decide that I shall be Prime Minister of Britain or President of the World um, and then we move on to American news um, and we just take the, uh, the mickey out of Americans. Anyway, that's it. 118 views this has had tonight. So thank you for watching um, and I will see you again soon. Your channel is great, that's because I'm here. Rude. <laughs> Stay safe. Uh, Stay safe, look after yourselves, and I will see you again next time. Until then, thanks for watching. Bye. So there you go then. Uh, super long one tonight. Thankfully no uh, no uh, issues with technology, which is good. Um, like I said before, keep sharing these. Uh, even if you agree or disagree with what I talk about, that's the whole point, isn't it?
Uh, it's a, a podcast. Uh, it's meant to get you thinking and get you talking. So yeah, share it with friends, uh, relatives, work colleagues, um, fellow students, whatever. Uh, and yeah, look after yourselves and I'll speak to you again soon. Until then, goodbye.